glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Sinking up. All right. In four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. We're live. We're back. It's episode 352 of Kicking It with the King, ladies and gentlemen. It's your host, as always, Gabriel Hernandez here. A G the King underscore official on Instagram at Real G the King on Twitter. Uh it's good to be back here, ladies and gentlemen. Um we got a lot of stuff to talk about, especially when it comes to uh the fights of last weekend because we've also got a lot of things coming up for the show in the next couple of weeks and next couple of days as well too. So I was like we gotta sit down and talk before I get a little too busy here. But um it's good to be back here, ladies and gentlemen. Um literally probably woke up uh about like over an hour ago. And let me tell you man these fucking hangovers are joke. Like, the last two nights were... Not the last two nights, but the last two times, excuse me. I was thinking, like, the last... The sleep I had the last two times. Like, I don't know, like... I've been sleeping in a lot more lately. But it's like... I just feel so tired. Like, do I, like, expand a lot of energy doing shit all day long to the point where I get home and just ready to go to sleep, I'm just like, I don't know what that means, but, um, hey, it's good to be back here, we got up, we, 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 uh, ready for another day, another show, um, obviously, like I said, there's a couple of really interesting episodes of Severely Open-Minded that will debut in the next, uh, the next week or two, because we've literally got, let's see, one, two, three, we've got, like, three guests penciled in for the next episode, so, like, on top of that, um, during certain broadcasts, like how I'm live right now, there'll be someone else joining in on the lives in the future, too. And we'll have chimed in um, guests and stuff and questions and, and comments all added to, especially because of the severely open-minded one when what, what it's based towards, like relationships, life, health, wellness, anything you want all at once. You know, like I said, uh, 
all in one area. It's all on one platform. So, um, like I said, a couple of the episodes that are coming up are actually a really interesting one. So we haven't shot them yet, obviously, but um, the, these guests and a couple of big surprises here for you if you're a big fan of the world of uh, mixed martial arts here on this podcast. So like I said, do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, KW. TK pod should be up there at the top of the um the screen obviously like I said G the king underscore official um click the link in the bio goes to every single thing that I have social media wise so on today's show obviously like I said uh the UFC returned last weekend headlined by uh Cody Garbrandt taking on Rob Font we talked about this on the last episode of the podcast um and here we are on the Monday afternoon Rob Font beats Cody No Love Garbrandt by unanimous decision now. Cody No Love drops from one and four in his last five fights. So a lot of questions regarding this. Um, is he done? Never seen a, a faster fall and a faster rise to glory and a faster fall from glory from what a lot of people were saying. I don't say that specifically. Those didn't come out of my mouth. That's just different things I've been seeing. So there's a lot of questions to be asked about Cody No Love and what should be next. And that was kind of the sole motivation here for the MMA topic here on today's episode. So let's not waste any time and get right into it. Obviously, like I said, so we see this guy, Cody No Love, start his career off, you know, this hot prospect, this, you know, this guy everybody's talking about, this notorious dude with a lot of cool tattoos, more so like the bad boy, putting people away, knocking them out in impressive fashion, I mean, the Marcus Brimage knockout, Thomas Almeida knockout, it's like, oh, wow, this guy just, you know, he's putting motherfuckers away, and then fast forward a little bit, he's talking about wanting to be Dominic Cruz, and, you know, he takes on Dominic Cruz, for the title and wins the title in the most spectacular performance that we've seen someone win a title and a lot of uh, a spectacular performance anybody's really put on against Dominic Cruz in that time frame in that time period he looked good he looked unbeatable in that fight with Dominic Cruz fast forward two fights he has two fights with TJ Dillashaw now we've talked about this before in the past but now I'm gonna bring this more to light so Cody's three fight losing streak Two of those fights were to TJ. Second time, he shouldn't even have fought him. Well, he he should have fought him, but he shouldn't have fought that back-to-back. Especially not coming off of a loss like that. A knockout loss, too. So, he fought TJ the first time. He fought TJ the second time. That's the one where he hit TJ and he dropped him um, briefly. And the third loss was to Pedro Munoz, was clearly... IQ thing. He he ran right in the fire. He got into a slugfest. He got a little silly, and you know he obviously got caught, and it happens. Three fight losing skid. Comes back, knocks out Rafael Sunsau, in impressive fashion last year, and now loses to the one and the only Rob Font. I mean, Rob Font. That's a big massive win for Rob Font. Well, we're gonna talk about Rob Font in a second. Um, I'm very, very excited actually to talk about Rob Font. I've been following him for a while. Uh real good fighter. Uh you know, obviously like I said, um fucking great job. Freaking knockout power. Very disciplined, very patient in there and you know, stayed calm throughout the entire time. Didn't blow his wad, didn't didn't do anything that put himself in danger. He was strategic and his performance was amazing. Number three in the world now. Um it's hard to deny him a case on a short list of contenders for that for that hundred and thirty five pound belt. I mean we have 
uh, uh, Peter Yan at the top, and then obviously the champion Aljamain Sterling, and you got to add Rob Font. You got to inject him in that onto that short list of contenders because he put on a serious performance. Now, obviously, like I said, Cody No Love was one and three in his last four fights, and you know, obviously Rob Font coming off a big win over Cody Garment really shows you that you know he belongs in this in this top of the heap, this top of the division. I mean, and, you know, obviously, like I said, let's let's circle back to Cody No Love, like I said, because we were going to talk about Rob Font in a couple of minutes here. Um, but, like I said, so Cody's three losses, you know, second one could have been avoided. I'm not trying to defend Cody's losses in a row. But, you know, he's losing the, the, the top guys. And, you know, obviously, like I said, the biggest stick people would say is, oh, he's chinny. Oh, he gets knocked out every fight. Oh, he can't take a punch anymore. Blah, 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 blah. He took a lot of them in this fight for sure. And, unfortunately, was on the wrong end of a decision loss. But the thing is, that destroys the narrative that he's chinny. You can't sit there and say that now. Now, he did lose a strategic fight, a great fight. I mean, Rob Font's dangerous, and a lot of these up-and-comers are, uh, a lot of these dudes, not saying that Rob Font's an up-and-comer, but these dudes that have this trajectory of, what I mean by that is like, you know, people, these dudes that are fighting to fight for titles. Cody's won a title already, he's had a title, he's already known what that's felt like, but you got these young studs that are just working in the background, no one's necessarily talking about them, they don't have that Conor McGregor-like star power, they don't have all the attention, all the eyes, all all the sights set on them for anything like that, I mean, the fans do tune in and watch when Rob Font fights, but when it comes to titles, when it talks about best fighters of all time, top bantamweights, and stuff originally, you know, before a few fights, you know, no one really was talking about Rob Font, but especially after Saturday night, a win like that of Kobe Garbrandt. I said Kobe. A win over Cody Garbrandt gets Rob Font one step closer. It's interesting to see what's going to happen with the 135-pound division at the top because Aljamain Sterling, I do believe he's going to fight Peter Yan again. I think he should fight Peter Yan again. I mean, there's a side of me that wouldn't want to win the UFC Bantamweight belt that way and due to a legal knee and stuff. But, um, you know, like I said, Rob Font injects himself right in there. Now, um, for Cody Garbrandt. Now, we've seen this with lots of people. You know, it's not just a Cody Garbrandt thing. He's only lost four fights in a row, ladies and gentlemen. No, not four fights. Four fights altogether. Now, that, that obviously losing fights in a row is super bad and stuff like that. Now, if he would have got knocked out in this last fight, it would have been way worse for him than losing a technical, tactical decision. And and in the first round, he did look pretty good. And, you know, obviously, like I said, seeming to gas as, a, as a, the fight went on and stuff. And, you know, obviously, like I said, that's something we haven't really seen out of Cody before. We've seen him go the distance, clearly. And, you know, obviously, like I said... We can't keep going back to the future, uh, back to the uh, the past and relive the past. But the dominant Cruz fight, cardio held up perfectly fine. I mean, it's just you know the lingering effects of potential COVID, uh, of the COVID nineteen uh, virus potentially could have played a factor. Who knows how his lungs are, how his cardio is, and no one really truly knows how dangerous and damaging COVID the COVID nineteen a virus is long term you could feel fine you could recover but the damage done to your body there's never a true cool true clear answer unless you get like the professionals on and and what we're sitting here talking to dr so-and-so here you know what i mean but you know like i'm not making excuses for him i know we're trying to you know establish 
what's next for Cody. I don't think he should retire because what I just got done saying like five seconds ago, I've seen this happen with multiple people. Go on losing streaks. Um, be talking about that they're done. Being talked about that um, their career is over. That they've fallen off. All right? Yeah, I, I've seen that. Ha that's happened multiple times here in this world of mixed martial arts. Someone goes on a losing streak. Someone suffers their first loss. Somebody does this. Somebody does that. The world is ready to celebrate somebody's demise. They're rooting for your demise in the world of mixed martial arts. If you're on the wrong end of uh, and in your favorite fighter is fighting against someone, you may not, you know, oh, he's on a losing streak. When people talk their fair share of shit, including one Jake Paul, really wasn't, I don't know, I mean, at the end of it, man, that one wasn't really that, you know, uh, I don't know, you got to be respectful, especially when you're uh, coming off of a loss like that. And Cody's a good dude, too, so, I mean, no disrespect towards Cody when it comes to all that. So, um, I don't think he should retire. Um, I think he should take a step back. I mean, definitely be more active this year, um, for sure. I mean, I don't know if he wants to fight again this year, but that whole fighting once a year thing, that, that isn't good for a lot of fighters, essentially. But he was injured. He did have to do with the COVID stuff last year and all that. And luckily, we got Cody Garbrandt back just in general. But, um, like, uh, I mean, for me, thinking about it, uh, we'd want him to be a little bit more active. Um, obviously, like I said, this, this next thought that I'm going to say, um, you know, obviously there's no easy fights in the UFC, but I was suggesting maybe somebody who's not right up there potentially going to contest for a title. But then again, if you want to get right back to the title, you gotta, you gotta fight the best people to get you there. Maybe another good fight for him. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, utilize some wrestling in there. We never really seen too much wrestling and maybe that could have played a factor into why he's gotten tired as well I mean, we haven't really ever seen Cody Garbrandt uh, really wrestle too much and I did say on the last episode of the podcast was um, you know what were Cody's methods to win I remember saying that on the last episode his methods to win was either going to be by knockout or you know something to do with the feet knockout a decision but you know mainly it'll take place on the feet and that's exactly kind of what we thought would happen but then but then again utilize the ground game and and all that and you know move forward and stuff and like i said unfortunately he drops a one to four on his last five but he shouldn't retire he should just take a step back and you know fight fight some fun fights a good fun fight that comes to my mind ladies and gentlemen get ready get ready you get ready Next fight for Cody Garbrandt. This one will be a, a banger for the fans. This one will be an exciting one. This will, this is one of those fights where you're going to get lots of people talking about it and wanting to see it. With both fan bases colliding, I'm penciling in Cody No Love Garbrandt taking on the Sugar Show, Sean O'Malley. They were, they were talked about potentially fighting. Sean called him out after his last fight. They're going back and forth. I mean, they don't like each other. Sean's not a wrestler. Sean's not going to take him down. Sean's striking is absolutely uh, a thing of beauty, for too, for sure. And we haven't really seen him in a five-round fight and stuff. But uh, main event-wise, I think Cody No Love is a main event fighter. So I think, like, if, the, if he were to fight Sean O'Malley or something like that later on, this year then that would be a that would be a fun fight i personally like i like to see that one but then again uh you know I, like i said that sean's a great top fighter 
but he's he's not like a top like top five is he and he's not even in the top five but styles wise that's a fun fight it's a good fight for sean that really show you where cody is and it's a great fight for sean as well too so if sean gets past louis smoka i think sean should call out cody garbrandt again that would be that would be a good one even coming off of a loss it's it's a game of chess like i said many times ladies and gentlemen so i mean a game of chess and why not play a game of chess with one sugar show so like i said moving on from cody no love to rob font rob font um um, like I said, I've been following him for a while, man. Like a real good guy, real, real uh, skilled, and slowly but surely has creeped himself up into the top three, top you know, top three fighters in the world, the best fighters in the world to contest, and uh, will contest potentially for that title in the near future for sure. And great fight, great performance, and another great performance also in the women's bantamweight division. Carla, uh, Carla Esparza. Uh, snaps Jan Shannon's, I think it was like 12 or something, fight win streak or something, stops her uh, by TKO in the second round. And now another discussion has come to arise is that who should get the next title shot at 115 pounds? I know there's a couple of people talking about a potential Rose versus um, Wei, Zhang Weili number two. But I'm thinking as easily as Jung got taken out in that first fight, and the fact that she never even defended her belt. Wait, did she defend her belt? Yeah, she defended her belt. She defended it against Joanna, I do believe. Okay, so backstack, backtrack that last statement. It wasn't like she was a long-reigning defending champion. She was good. You know, a lot of people hyped her up. A lot of people praised her. I mean, I, I, I myself said that... Uh, when she hits pads, it's scary and all that. But she got easily taken out in that Rose fight. So when it comes to talking about rematches and and preferring to have somebody who just lost in the first round by a head kick knockout to fight for the title versus a Carla Esparza, I do believe she's on a four or five fight win streak now. And this last one was a stoppage. And also on top, of, I mean, I don't know how um, much muscle this is to have for Carla. And bragging rights for her is that she holds a stoppage win over Rose Namajunas by submission on the Ultimate Fighter. And that was years and years ago. And the thing is, my response to Carla getting a title, title fight, even though she has beaten Rose Namajunas, this is a completely different Rose nowadays. Rose, Rose is absolutely on another level than she was back then. Now she's choking motherfuckers out. She's... Uh, arm barring people and she's knocking people out just as she did in Joanna and Jacek one of the best female strawweights of all time and just as she did to Zhang Wei Li I mean Rose is creating highlights for the ages for that 115 pound uh, female division so definitely Rose uh, Carla Sparza number two will be very interesting very exciting and uh, you know very uh, interesting to see what what the UFC is going to do with I don't I don't think that um Jung Wei Lee deserves an instant title shot, though, for sure. Maybe give a win or so or, or some shit like that. Then, uh, then uh, you know, go for that title shot. But anyways, guys, we're going to take a quick little commercial break. I need to get some water real quick. I'm going to take a little quick water break. <sighs> Great fights. Lots of stuff to talk about, I mean. Like I said, the next few episodes um, of Kicking It With The King, or the next episode of Kicking It With The King will be on Thursday, 
Um, and we're going to do a brand new episode of Severely Open-Minded coming up on, uh, what's it called? Coming up on uh, Wednesday. So this entire week, all podcasts, everything kicking in with the king, everything severely open-minded, we'll get to have that on. Um, you guys will have that. Um, we'll do some Instagram lives and as well as the regular show. So we're, we're going to do a lot of uh, big things for this next few episodes too, ladies and gentlemen. And we're back or we're syncing up here. Uh, we're back on the podcast too. I didn't end the live um, or stop the live temporarily, but uh, I was just getting done saying that. Uh, my ad reads sound like a, uh, I'm trying to sell my OnlyFans or something like that. You know, I said, like, click the link in my Instagram bio to access all my exclusive content. All my exclusive content on all my social medias. You don't have to pay shit for it. It's all free. Even if I did have an OnlyFans, I'd probably have it for free, man. You know, there was a time where I, it's actually funny that I'm thinking about it. That I was thinking about, like, oh, you know, they're censoring everything we're seeing and stuff like that. And I'm a pretty unfiltered kind of guy and i do a podcast that's unfiltered and you know you say whatever the hell you want it's not age appropriate for anybody under the age of 18 um but no i was like i don't want to get canceled i don't want to give my thoughts on something this is mainly back when we were doing that long stretch of politics and corruption and and trying to expose the wild wild secrets that the government has and the whole COVID-19 coronavirus and every this is when we're going crazy talking about all that shit man um and I just you know start seeing Twitter accounts get suspended 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 you remember when Twitter was on that uh I don't know if, if you're not on Twitter you have no idea what I'm talking about but Twitter for those who don't know was on like this crazy ass freaking uh bender of deleting accounts, suspending accounts of people that were, you know, Trump, uh, hardcore Trump supporters, people who were, uh, uh, like I said, posting, you know, very derogatory based tweets and very aggressive tweets. And, you know, it was it was a mess. So we're not going to get all into all that. But at the time, I was just nervous to record episodes of the podcast. So I was thinking, like, if we end up doing lives like we're doing lives right now, I was like, can I just go to OnlyFans and post the videos there? But I was thinking about it, and I was just like, nah, I don't want to be known for that. Because the narrative behind OnlyFans is that women use it, and they use it to show off their bodies. I'm not like that. I just want to post some, some uh, explicit content here that we, can, we can't we can say, and certain things we can't say. And here we uh, maybe have people pay for it. Maybe people have people subscribe just to watch exclusive episodes of the podcast hey maybe that's in the that's in the books for the future maybe you never know it's pretty crazy but um yeah so like i said click the link in my instagram bio not the kicking with the king bio the instagram bio it'll take you directly to my insta bio and you will access all of my content exclusively exactly what i'm saying sounds like an only fans ad onlyfans.com slash kwtk pod how does that sound sounds weird it's time to get high oh high i'm trying to get high, high. you like that uh that I love that fucking poster in the back. I can't wait to um, 
work on some more things here in this and here in the room. So from one fight night to another, what's the next fight night coming up? I think it's a uh, Sakai versus Rosenstrike. I think. I mean Augusto Sakai. I really don't. I don't know. I, mean, I just know that there's fights mostly mainly every single weekend and. Uh, like, I can't get enough of them for sure. So, I'm in, uh, like I said, congrats to all winners on um, last Saturday. I mean, like I said, for Rob Font, big win. Carlos Barza, a big win as well, too. So, cashing in. I cashed in perfectly on Rob Font, too, for sure, on the on the fight picks and stuff, too. So, uh, that was a, a good one, for sure. Um, so, what's up next here on the podcast? Uh going to some current events ladies and gentlemen current events and like i said we are brought to you by anchor anchor is the one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast ladies and gentlemen it's easy as one two three literally distributes and um posts your podcast to all the major pot platforms you don't have to sweat your podcast is going to be available everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen, exclusively on Spotify, exclusively on Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your shows exclusively. I started using Anchor about four years ago and stuff like that and still using it to this very day. Our lives, our episodes of Kicking It With The King, our episodes of Severely Open Minded, all produced and published by Anchor. Exclusively. Everything's on the same exact platform. Two shows, same platform, different podcasts, same hosts continue to do that and we will continue to keep on doing that ladies and gentlemen so one more time anchor.fm forward slash kwtk pod to listen and access all of my episodes ad free and uncensored ladies and gentlemen anchor.fm forward slash kwtk pod anchor.fm forward slash start ladies and gentlemen where's my stizzy at my legs are hurting okay i'm getting old I said my birthday's coming up in July, dude. Once you hit age 25, people say, like, there's nothing else after that. Like, what? They said that. Like, why is that a thing? Why do people say that? It was like 25, you stop growing, but then in five years, I'll be 30 years old. That's crazy shit to think about. But then again, it's not even five years. I don't even sit there and rush shit. You know what I mean? Like, like young I'm young and um I'm young and fresh and ready for anything that comes my way, you know what I mean? Uh I'm rocking the Santa Monica California uh sweater here though, by the way. I had to get up and freaking adjust my sweater because like it was you know when your sweater's going up, like I hate that shit, the when you're um like sitting down and shit in a desk or you're at school or just in a chair in general and you get up and your shirt like slides up you know sometimes occasionally your butt crack will show <laughs> you ever had that that's just so annoying so it's like if you don't have a belt you're fucked like your pants are gonna keep going down dude yesterday was fucking terrible bro I literally like kept kept having to pull my pants up, pull my pants up, pull my pants up, and it was just like the worst thing. Unless I was sitting down, but if I wasn't sitting down and walking around slowly and stuff, it was gonna like literally just keep going down. And it's like, oh my god, dude. 
smoking on that blue rise. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it looks so different without the glasses, honestly. They're like a part of me now. Um oh god. That's one of the worst parts about smoking. Is the coughing, the dying, the fact that I need some water. Like I don't know if like a majority of the listeners, anybody that, that tunes in for this podcast, heavily smokes weed and I know I talk about it a lot. UPS is here. On GPS here. Ooh, nice. Um, I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'm. I have two more pack. I was just looking at. I had two more packages or something like that. Uh, that are coming. Um. Pretty soon. I mean, I think like Wednesday or some shit like that. But yeah, I need some water. I work earlier today too, so. Um. After the show. I'm gonna um like shower and shit like that, just get ready for my day and stuff and um go do it again. Like I said, I mean uh, one of the biggest motivations here and um one big thing about finding motivations for your every day to day uh what's it called? Um day to day production and stuff and just doing what you gotta do in life is is to never lose sight of the goals. Like that's an important thing. To never lose sight of your goals for sure. Like that's one thing that keeps me going each and every day. Like, you know, I don't, there was one thing that I was thinking about. Uh, like, I've been thinking about this for like the last three days. But I was, uh, I was thinking about like how some people tend to get depressed because they feel like they're not doing enough or they feel like they're not doing enough to their standards and feeling like they're progressing you know what I mean some people tend to feel like they aren't progressing and they feel like they're just sitting in the same spot each and every time and um you know that can that can fuck with somebody's mind that can definitely uh what is it called uh that can definitely uh really mess up how you're thinking and you just you got to find the excitement in everything that you do and um, there's some things to work on for sure. Like I said, we all have like things that we can all work on individually as humans and stuff like that, including myself and, you know, everyone, everyone, like you said, if you're not, um, having things to work on, you're not working hard enough in life and knowing what it's like to have to have to work on those things, especially when it comes to, to things and stuff that you're doing for yourself and all that, you know what I mean? Ooh, we got two hours until work. That's like a short window here. It's two. I mean, it's like I start at four today and then four to 12. Yeah, man. Get to use my customer service skills along with the voices. But um, yeah, so quick. Uh, we'll talk about that after after this. But um, I was going to talk. I was going to say something. But then I was like, let me just finish that and not digress into something else while we talk and jump into multiple topics and stuff like that. We, we did that a lot here. Um but yeah, it's it just finding your purpose and stuff. A lot of people tend to really pressure themselves to do. For me, like the start of that last year for 2020, it was a uh, catastrophic after a while. Like, like I would 
wasn't able to go out. We weren't able to go anywhere. And like I said, I learned a lot of, a lot about myself mentally. That was the, some of the most mental that I've had to mentally uh, I've ever been challenged in life. And it, it kind of relates because I, I said the same thing last time. I was like, you know, um, I'm doing the same thing each and every day. I got to try to find something that can change up my fucking landscape in front of my face every day. And otherwise, uh, and like I said, it was a vacation probably for about the first week or so. But after a while, I was just like, oh, my God, I can really, you know, this is really getting uh, sad and, and boring. And I really just, you know, I don't really don't want to keep doing this anymore. I like I want to go back to regular life and. You know, fast forward, here we are in 2021. I'm not saying I was feeling that's like feeling the exact same way. I'm just saying it's relatable that, you know, you want to not do the same exact things every single day and stuff. You want to get better, get bigger, get better. And I don't want to just be someone that goes in, goes home, goes to work, comes home, sleeps, and does nothing else after that. And there's nothing, there's nothing really uh, other that I can actually do. Like, literally, like, the schedule, it's all lined up. I mean, there's really nothing to do in general, but um, other than going to work. Because, like I said, you can't really, there's no nowhere I need to go. There's nothing I need to buy. There's nothing, I mean, like I said, I just literally am home most of the time. And then, uh, like, I'm, I'm home most of the time. And then if I'm not at home, I'm at work. If I'm not at work... I'm out doing something and, you know, usually I think about traveling or going somewhere for a trip and stuff. I think that that's just like, you know, that could be potentially like the thing that that uh, would be good to to do, like to do more traveling and 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 obviously work on the skills that I have. And, you know, like I said, personal, like, you know, doing some great podcasts out there, like live podcasts, Instagram lives, walk and talks like the like the um San Francisco, the KWTK one on the on YouTube, like doing stuff like that and going and chilling and relaxing and just makes you not worry so much about a lot of the other things. Like, you know, when you go on your little vacations and stuff. You go on vacation and you know, you forget about the stuff. There's no you forget out the problems. Like sit there's no problems. I don't feel like there's there's problems in my personal landscape. I just feel like there's things that I could personally do that could uh make my quality of life better and there's just things I'm scared to do in order to you know put those pen to paper. I'm not like there's nothing in the world that's there like I'm not scared like physically scared. It's like, you know, there's just a lot going on and, you know, mentally if you're thinking about a lot and you're, you're trying to do all these things in a certain timeline and you just, you know, like I said, you, you think about like you having a big ass list of things you need to do and not know what you truly should do first. It's like I don't have the answer to know what I should truly do. So that's the point of life. And, you know, each and every day you got to sit there and, and figure that out. And if I really make that my sole focus and don't let anything else uh, distract me, like I said, and continue to do the things that I need to do in life and, and be the, be at the places I need to be and, you know, just do and participate in my calling in life, then the quality of life should improve. 
if it doesn't improve, you're doing something wrong. And that goes for anybody, not just me, not listening, not just anybody that even knows what we're even talking about. Like, that just goes for anybody. You know what I mean? You got to do things that you like to do in life. And you can't really hate yourself. And, uh, hold up. Yeah, you can't hate yourself. Like, if you, I don't know, like I said, you can't hate yourself in general. Like I said, you shouldn't ever hate yourself, but you can, you know, like I said, people beat themselves up, not literally, but just like, you know, if you want to, I'm trying to be the best. That's that's how I was feeling like when I would feel like I, I would tell myself, like thinking internally, I'm like, you beat yourself up too much at times. It's like, I'm only beating myself up because I, I just want to be the best. The only reason why, like, like I said, last year when I was at home for a while and I wanted to, to, change and leave and do things and not feel like I was uh, only limited to staying at home and stuff I was just losing my freaking mind and you know that was really uh really really scarring personally I mean I did a lot of podcasts and stuff back to back to back to back but it was just it wasn't it wasn't the same and the same thing right now I'm just like trying to think of like is it it's not like an identity crisis or some crazy shit like that I mean it's like just a matter of knowing what I want to do first. I mean, there's a lot of shit I want to do, ladies and gentlemen. So it's only like a matter of what you want to do first. That's that's an important part in life. Like you got to really obviously map the things out and you got to list the, the good parts about it and the bad parts. You got to list your flaws. You got to list everything. Like if you have some flaws, you, you definitely got to, um, you definitely got to uh, acknowledge those. It's important if you don't then you're going to live a life of lies and fake, the fake energy. You know what I mean? It's important. You got to live your life the way you want, obviously, and, and live it to your personal standards and all that. But uh, you can't live a fake life, like I said. My main goal, one big thing for me personally, like just as a human being in general, and if you guys can relate, you can relate, um, is to make sure that each and every day I'm doing just doing the things I want to do, because if not, it scares me, and the, the, you know, the feeling behind it isn't, isn't a good feeling, it's not a good feeling if you don't feel like you know what you're not, you don't think you're doing what you should be doing, you know what I mean, you gotta have that closure, you gotta have that peace of mind, you gotta be able to go do things, and not have to worry about what's going on, what is that, but, um, yeah, so. <laughs> okay, I'm done dying. But, yeah. So. Yeah, 37 minutes. Um So, ladies and gentlemen, um as you know, like I said, the next episode um we're going to do a brand new episode of severely open-minded, like I said, coming up on Wednesday. We'll be joined 
by special guest on Wednesday's edition of Severely Open Minded. We will not be live like we are live right here, but we'll be live. It will be an audio based podcast. Obviously, it'll be a great, intelligent, fun conversation. Um, the guests that I have picked out for the next three episodes of both podcasts in general, absolutely solid and absolutely fun. So I cannot wait to get to that. <coughs> and uh, a little reminder kind of to think about that is to continue doing things you like to do, like I said, for the podcast and all the production and everything that I feel I do best is what I need to continue to think about and remind myself personally. I mean, like I said, for you, if you think that way too, if you if you're always on your um, like I said, if you're always on your own ass and you want to give yourself the best advice and stuff, this last passage, this last part, this last big chunk of the podcast, motivation wise, should be something to get some people up in the morning. That was kind of deep, huh? Got a little deep here on the on the, on the last uh, uh part of the podcast. Like literally, my time my time schedule is like back to back to back so like once i'm done with the podcast hop right in the shower get ready and then um relax for probably a few more minutes a good 20 minutes or so 20 20 to 30 minutes and then uh should be on my way ladies and gentlemen i'm a man of many talents lots of things always on the road always doing different things always doing lots of different things ladies and gentlemen so like i said um if you haven't do subscribe um to our podcast and Obviously, like I said, um, leave us a five-star rating, like, share, rate, review. Follow us on Instagram as well. This is where we go live and post the funniest memes, I guess. Hit us up with your funniest meme. How about that? We'll um, read them and, and show them live here on the podcast if you do. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to do that shit. I mean, I, I, I look at them. Like, literally, like, my whole entire phone is, like, full of fucking memes. But um, that is it for us today, I believe. I thank you guys for joining us here on um, Instagram as well, um, Instagram Live. But um, thank you guys for joining us here on this episode of Kicking It With The Motherfucking King, baby. Um, like I said, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm still dying from that hit. <laughs> that hit when I was coughing. I coughed like two crazy-ass times during today's uh episode but like i said we will be back sooner rather than later shoe for sure we're coming we'll, we'll be back on wednesday for another episode and then obviously thursday we have a mega fat episode we might even have two guests on wednesday actually breaking news three guests and uh this whole entire week so i was like i had to get this first episode out of the way the solo podcast because i'm gonna be joined by lots of people in the near future too so stay tuned we've got big things coming here on this kicking with the king podcast as well severely open-minded folks do appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode we'll be back on wednesday with another episode of severely open-minded subscribe now ladies and gentlemen and check out episode one with mario nakamira still out there waiting for you to listen to it ladies and gentlemen so without further ado we are out of here dj it's all yours baby we're out of this bitch bye folks
and that's a wrap. That was a great show, um, ladies and gentlemen. So, I like I said, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on the <coughs> episode 352 of Kicking It with the King. Um, like I said, follow us, like, share, rate, review, and uh, and then some. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody about us, ladies and gentlemen, and join the crew, join the team. Join your favorite rising podcast in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Two podcasts, one place, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe, like, share, rate, review. And for me, at the long last, the final time you'll hear me say this, DJ, it's all yours. We're out of here, baby. Bye, folks. Let's get high up.